Father Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress. The best hour of your life, you'll never know. 69. We know what that's time for. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. This is In Conclusion We Digress. Thank you guys so much for coming back and listening. Hope you guys are doing well. Happy middle of August. And yes, 69. So, nice. No, not June 9th. Nice. It, it is August. It is August. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely not June 9th. Well, hello, everyone. And <laughs> we're going to introduce everyone else who's here, uh, as always. So, we'll start with Carl, coming to us from Hoboken. So, Carl, need an update on the plants. Oh, the plants are doing great. They're flourishing. And, uh, yeah, I love living in this urban jungle. Uh, I was going to ask if they were photosynthesizing well. Yes. Oh, that's a good question. They are. And we also have the boys from the Upper East Side joining us as always. So we have Kyle, Mike, and Pat tonight. So we'll start, since we're all in individual rooms again, we'll start with Kyle tonight. So Kyle, what's going on with you, man? I got a fancy new microphone. But uh, yeah, no, uh, it's the same old. Uh, <laughs> you know, just working, started uh, a new job this, uh, this past, for the previous week. So getting into it, I've <clears throat> relinquished my spot at our uh, kitchen table so Mike's back is no longer uh, dying even though I did cause it to die for six months making uh, an epic comeback yeah, I, I, yeah it's gonna make it you know don't call it a comeback there. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting uh, my back is already hurting from carrying this podcast Pat how are you doing oh hey what's up um, I'm not doing too great actually I had Massachusetts pizza earlier oh I'm so sorry <laughs> oh no I am so sorry oh no, oh, no. I'm I'm sorry for uh, Mike as well. I'm sure that just the upstairs of your apartment probably just doesn't smell great right now. Mm-hmm. The after effects. Uh, yeah, no, the fan's been running in the bathroom since the last time he was in there. <laughs> I had to reach my arm around the corner and tap the switch for the fan because I like did not want to enter that much. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm on Twitter, so everyone listening. Oh, boy, yes. Follow Mike- me at uh, palm underscore tree underscore papa. So it's at the palm tree papa. Uh, but I do want to give everyone an update on our future president of the United States, Kanye West. He has Jeez. just discovered TikTok. And he tweets, a vision just came to me. Jesus talk. I was watching TikTok with my daughter and as a Christian father, I was disturbed by a lot of the content. I was completely loved the technology. So just, you know, Kanye West is disturbed by TikTok. So I think we're at a point where maybe I'm on the side of Trump with getting rid of TikTok. So, uh, so, so, Dan, what are, we, uh, what are we talking about tonight, buddy? Yes, so getting into our uh, discussion topics, I kind of thought coming into tonight, we've had a couple of kind of more relaxed episodes. You know, we had done the White Claw episode, we'd done sports the week before, we'd done video games. So I wanted to kind of take it a step up and have maybe a little more of a serious discussion. You know, at the end oh. of the day, we're still a comedy podcast. We like to have some laughs here. But uh, really the core of what we're supposed to be doing here is answering life's most existential questions and finding you know all those answers mm-hmm. so i thought we'd kind of dive in and talk about a few of those tonight and have a little rousing debate about them so are you guys up for that i yeah. was actually going to say the same thing we Absolutely. haven't been we haven't been addressing questions that often afflict our uh, constituents and our listeners we, and we do bill yeah. ourselves as that in our in our in our own intro what if so, we all just said no? Like Dan was like, "Hey, you guys, are like, yeah, we're like, no." And they're like, "All right, and well, that's, that's it. For- <laughs> it's a great episode." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sponsor Mike's OnlyFans. <laughs> you, you're utilizing your American right to refuse, and I, I respect the hell out of it. Wrote down a few good questions. I thought it would lead to some good conversations. So I thought we'd start with one kind of that's a little more fun, but I also think it has some good value to it. So first question I have: Let's okay. say that each of all of us mm-hmm. got an individual check for $10,000. Mm-hmm. What would you spend it on and why? Bitcoin. Show your work. Like one, it's like <laughs> one Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Is that one Bitcoin? <laughs> it's, it's one Bitcoin. <laughs> ah, shit. Carl, what would you spend $10,000 on? Uh, I'd probably throw, it, throw most of it towards student loans and then maybe treat myself to something on my wish list. With a little bit of money. Carl and I are in the same exact place. By the way, uh, just for for sake, that is um, 
a lot less than, well, it's not a lot less. So one Bitcoin at the moment of recording is $12,354.13. and right. $356.13. <laughs> what I was literally saying that sentence. Mm-hmm. Five, six of the way there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pat, technically, I mean, it's your prerogative. You could take that $10,000 and then invest gonna, the additional not, 20, I'm gonna turn, you know. Give me, give me two weeks. I'll turn that 10000 into 12000 And actually, give me, give me a month. I'll turn that 10000 into 12000 uh, By then, my paychecks will have gotten to that point. Um, and then I'll invest <laughs> You guys are absolutely no fun. If somebody gave me $10,000 right now, first thing I would do would be like, go out and have a really nice dinner. And then I'd take whatever money is left. I would take it to most like, of it. I hope. Yeah, most of it. Say, 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 really nice, say I spent a thousand dollars on dinner. Like I took you guys out for dinner. We went out to like Morton's. We spent a thousand dollars. Okay. We had okay. a really nice dinner. Right. There's nine thousand dollars left. We get in the car. We drive up to Monticello. We take or we drive down to Atlantic City. Take that nine thousand dollars. Put it on black and then see what happens. That would be what I would do with my ten thousand dollars. Could Interesting. you okay. take $8,000? Could you take $8,000 instead of the $9,000? So we could have $1,000 for like a limo back to the city if we don't hit it. Or like a nice mm-hmm. hotel room for the night. Like we, we get a suite. Yeah, like a suite. We get a suite. For yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's so do if that. someone I- hands Mike $10,000, that's what's going to happen. As it, we're saying this as if it's totally going to happen, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. These stimulus packages are getting pretty big. <laughs> Wait, so Pat, I want to. I really besides want to Bitcoin. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'll what, tell you what I do, that Peter. Is more so. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> great, no. great reference. Great um, reference. Oh, but, God. No, what, what I probably actually do is I would take the, the 10000 Uh I would invest in 10000 lotto tickets. Uh, that way I'm basically guaranteed, right? So You're guaranteed you, to win at least something. Hey, you I never know. Would. It could be two fifty. You've never seen that but, flick? I forget what it's from, but it's a guy who wins the lottery. It's, he wins a million dollars, gets the giant check. Guy mm-hmm. with the microphone goes, what are you going to do with all that money? I have plans to invest. And then he okay. invests in one million lottery tickets. <laughs> oh, my doesn't, gosh. Doesn't hit it. He, then he wins like 10000 He goes, I have more plans to invest after the big check with 10000 And then it's just him. The next scene is him just listening to the numbers on television on, on television going fuck <laughs> <laughs> i put my money into a money market mutual, mutual fund, fund. <laughs> and it's gone god <laughs> seems like uh you know carl and kyle had sensible answers you two not not as much but uh you know to each of their own uh well i'm curious carl what would be you you, know, you mentioned obviously paying student loan then you know, going into your, your wish list, what would be number one on your wish list? Pretend like spending all of the ten thousand yeah, dollars. I'd once probably try to get a jet yeah. ski. Ooh. Something fun, you know. Everyone knows that'd be cool. Golden rule. Money can't buy happiness, but it can buy a jet ski. And, and I've <laughs> exactly. never seen anyone on a jet ski with a frown. That, that is, what would I buy with ten thousand dollars? Verbal meme of the fat guy from Tiger King just riding the jet ski like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's say let's say it was like three quarters of it went to the student loan. I know me, and it would probably just be like a lot of like clothing and, and like shoes and shit. <laughs> like that's just like what I want at the moment. But yeah, it would probably probably be like a bunch of. I'd go on go crazy on StockX and buy a bunch of sneakers and shit. What would you do, Dan? Honestly, I I thought about this, and I think my answer is kind of stupid, but I know it make me happy. I would want to build a like small bar in my backyard for ten thousand. Mm. Oh wait, I took out like a shed. Back, I know what I would do. I would build a racing simulator and have it in the apartment. That's what I would do, and I know that Mike would enjoy that too. You think ten thousand would be enough for that? Yeah, for like, I've priced one, I've priced out what I want. Yeah, no, I hundred percent. I have contractors standing by. Oh, no, I, I like everyone's answers. You know, again, we have sensible choices, not so sensible choices. You know, that that's okay. Everyone is free to choose what they want. I think uh, everyone's going to always make a sensible choice, but like nobody listens. Well, the 40 people mm-hmm. don't listen for us to be like, well, you know, I would take 33.34. <laughs> those That's, uh, interest gaining safety, uh, savings oh, accounts no. from a high, uh, a high yield saving account. Yeah. High yield savings <laughs> account. Like, <laughs> the remaining 66% will go into a CD 10 year, uh, term limit, uh, interest rate 1.25%. I would reinvest the, uh, 
<laughs> Wait, we have, hold on. All I took away from that is that we have 40 listeners. That's Which 30 more than I thought we had. <laughs> I'm shocked. Wait, if, I, if I listen to it 30 times, does that count? So next question that I have. Next, uh, we're going to, I think, move up in the ladder of like actual existential importance. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm ready. So this next one. So how do you guys think humanity would change for the better or worse if the life expectancy changed from what it is now to living for 200 years? Do you, so at this I guess the life expectancy moment, now is like 85, something like that, 80, 85, in, in first 78, whatever. No, it's below 80, I think. Yeah, it's still below 80. Is it below 80? Either no, way. It, yeah. it, it is because of the, I think the infant mortality rates are still kind of high. Uh, that dilutes yeah. a little bit. So what we're saying is like Ricky Bobby, mm-hmm. modern advances in science, high level of income. Uh, yeah. So life expectancy changes from like 78 to 200. Is this How like humanity over- change? Is this an overnight change? Like, was it, let's just say like this is a discovery that's made to prolong your, uh, your the aging process, for example. Yeah, let, let, let's, trans- <laughs> let's, let's say tomorrow they come out and say, oh, we still haven't found like a COVID vaccine, but we did uh, have this new like anti-aging thing you can do and you'll live to 200. I'd tell them to go the fuck back into the lab and fix COVID before I get that goddamn well, aging thing. <laughs> For the purposes of this question. The better question is, would you want to live to 200? But, well, I guess uh, yes. I w- I'd, want to, I'd want to explore it a little I'm bit more. so stuffed I want to be around forever. Wait, would you like be fertile for you, you'd a get tired of it. amount of time, though? Like, that, that's my question. Like, would you be just really fucking old for 100 plus years? Like, like, yeah. just ni- like, like the way current 90-year-olds are? Or, like, just what if 100 was the new 50? That's enough, right, that's I would. That's I would right. imagine the aging process would be like yeah. you, with you much so, more longevity. Say, like you would be like in your twenties you for like yeah. forty years. You age at half the rate. We'd have to. Funny, though, if it wasn't just, though, tell you what we'd have to do. We'd have to adjust the dog age scale. We definitely true. Would. That would be uh, something that's number one immediately. That's, that's priority numero. Uno. Priority one. <laughs> Proportionally yeah. speaking, that means that you, your legal drinking age would be like forty-five. Well, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. no, no we're not, not multiplying everything by two. Fuck you. No, but what Absolutely I'm saying is, like, if, if you age, like you said, if the aging process is slowed to a rate of, like, half, or, like, a little less than half, like, 0. 0.4. Right? Yeah, like, up a fair point. So that means the drinking age goes from 21 to 45. That means the first 45 years of your life, you can't go to a bar. You know what else that means? That means you're in school for 40 fucking years. Honestly? You'd be in college for like ten years if you're pretty dope. I mean that I'm super okay. Well, with. that that probably wouldn't change. You're still like educational wise. Like you, it, I'm, I'm I'm assuming here that your ability to learn is not is not affected. Like it probably would still be four years for college. It just would be, yeah, you know, at a certain point. You could you finally know, you, get it. Doesn't take, job it doesn't take it doesn't take longer to learn. Like I don't know. Help me out it, here. it brings up the interesting question because you wonder, like, yeah, again, like Mike said, if, if everything's proportional, like, what is then does like your brain adjust and, and learn at the same speed as you what, do it like now, like whatever it, takes, it is, you have to stay at the it has to be FDA tested. That's not going to be overnight. <laughs> no, oh, tons man. of red tape. A lot of the most red tape. I'm <laughs> saying, 10, 10 to twenty to allow you to live another hundred. I, I mean, I guess that's fair unless you're really running out of time. But like, <clears throat> I yeah, I mean, I, I just think we'd be kind of fucked because there'd be too many motherfucking people. There's already too many fucking people. There's already too many tourists. And I'm sorry, at one point when we don't have COVID, I already want to slap all of them upside the head and run them over with a truck. But there's, like, there's too many people you know, in cities. I imagine think if all space. those people lived twice as long. If everyone we, just we moved out west, deplete our resources so quickly. Yeah, we'd be. We fucked. wouldn't be able to sustain everyone. Yeah, that that's. The the realistic person is that's all I'm thinking. So we just we yeah, say we have X amount of years. We have you know exponentially cut. I would say we have more people to create and invest and think of new ways to solve crises. You know, yeah, but those people that. are still being born at the same rate, and they still need to age until they're 25. Let's say 25, even if you're. A super well, I'm, I'm saying if you're for, if the fertility age. range is longer, we're protruding that. Then more people, more overall people will be born, as well. Yeah, but that's not good. I'm saying it, we need less fucking people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just taking the optimistic point of view that's saying they have more thinkers who are no, more fair. capable of solving problems, such as like ener- energy crises and 
Um, you know, food shortages. For, like, you, you don't necessarily know it's going to be awful. To add I'm, to just, that, I'm just trying you to have take like, a contrarian point of view for. Yes, Carl. To add to that, you have like if the life expectancy grows, then like these great minds that are currently existing are on the planet longer and they could continue to uh, innovate and create new things. Yeah. So I think uh, society would continue to advance with, with age. Mm-hmm. I think if we could, yeah, and then that goes hand in hand with, I think we're not too far in the grand scheme of things with developing colonies on other planets. Um, you know, I could see as that we all saying. know, Pat is an alien. Robot <laughs> of an alien, like robot production of, from an alien mind. I'm like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Discuss this, still. Discuss this pre-show. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Like what you said, you could go, um, travel now like the idea of traveling extrasolarly would definitely be more of an option because you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about people dying on the ship uh i don't know Generation. i think that kind of sucked out think about that that's interesting i'm but it's not with, with the current technology ships. we have it's it, like ext- extending life from 100 to 200 it's not going to really do that much in terms of generational ships when it takes i don't know with our current level of technology tens Five of thousands of, years, tens of thousands of years to get to the nearest star yeah true I don't know. We can still like explore again, okay, even intrasolarly, like things that might take a very long time. Yes. Like Pluto and shit. But why would yeah. you want it? You're not gonna. There's nothing living out there. To get to like Titan. So yeah, that uh, I think is Titan or Triton, the one that has atmospheric pressure, like on Earth. It's like the only thing that does. It's yeah, one of the moons out there. I believe yeah. it's Titan. Saturn's moons. Yeah. There's Titan's. a bu- There's a bunch of like it's cold yeah. as shit, but they actually have liquids because there's air pressure. Interesting stuff. We already had a solar uh, astronomy episode, but kind of. Here's, here's a negative side effect of this, though. Ready? So if you live and the aging process is really expanded, that lasts like five, ten years of your life where you're like, your body's breaking down, that's twice as long. So imagine mm-hmm, being true. like really fucking old for... Even longer. For even longer. Like I, I was just talking, I have a great aunt who's 99 years old. And for the last like 10 years... She hasn't really been able to do anything for herself. Now imagine 20 years of you essentially are like, maybe something like Alzheimer's or something like that. Like you have 20 years of that, not like 10 years of that before your body would eventually. I don't know. That would be something you'd have to look into whether or not the same diseases like alcoholism or heart disease would kill people just as fast or would kill you twice as slow. Because then you're almost like prolonging any possible issues. Right, well, I imagine that this scenario takes into account that it's like a human being who is, for the most part, healthy, who doesn't have any like pre-existing conditions that would lead to, like you said, like a you know premature death in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have to wonder if, if you know, in the example of like your your aunt, like if she's able to live another like, ten years, who knows if there's like going to be advances in medicine that allow her to have all her ailments kind of healed yeah. and she's able to kind of revert back to, you know. I don't know, it's, it's a possibility, but personally, I feel like for me, I would get to like a hundred and I'd be like, all right, like this is like, it's been great, but like, you know, we were not, we were not meant to live on this planet forever. And uh, right. well, I think it's, you know, I think we'd all, cool. we'd all like to maybe postpone our inevitable, inevitable demises. I don't think 200 years, I don't think would be you know, too crazy, but like that goes into the whole theory of transcendence and downloading your consciousness and other other beings Mike alluded to earlier mm-hmm. um, or other robots or technology I think it's I don't know it'd be I think that's the real existential crisis with you could live forever would you and I don't know I don't think I would everybody who's interested in that topic should watch the show Altered Carbon on Netflix oh highly recommend big because people live forever right like you unless somebody just live as long as you can afford to live exactly you can all you live as long as you can afford to live same thing as that movie in time with justin timberlake and uh, amanda siegfried same kind of concept right but then there's also people that are like extremely against that system and they're like christian or whatever so like at the end of their normal lifespan they'd pass away and it definitely brings into the existential question like if you had the ability to live forever would you or would you find it like find it like morally objectionable and there's that uh, there's a surprising amount of people in the show who find it morally objectionable. What I'm taking from this, for the most part, we kind of feel like the longer life expectancy would have far more negatives than any sort of positives. I think that's that's yeah, a fair. I think the world de- definitely in the definitely in the short definitely in the short term uh, probably more negative. Yeah. 
next question. So kind of on the same, you know, boat as all of humanity, I actually floated this to the guys pre-show to get them a chance to think about it. But if you could teach the entire world one concept that everyone would learn and then apply to their lives, what would it be and why? So I'll, I'll go, you know, in order for everyone. So let's start with, well, does anyone have it top of mind who wants to start the conversation? I could, I could do one. <clears throat> I have a good Kyle, question. go ahead. It's like calling uh, on if, people. <laughs> so yeah, so if I, could, if I could teach the whole world one concept or et cetera. Skill or anything. Skill, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Maybe virtue. Virtue too. Mm-hmm. I would teach people respect because there is none of it anymore. Huh. Gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for us, for the gays, for for every for everyone, it's just you know I feel like there's a that's something that has just sort of gone out the window in the age of like social media and people you know hiding behind Twitter fingers and and you know oh, so just, to speak. That was a community reference for for those. Yeah. I, I, if you didn't get that community reference, you're listening to this podcast again. How the fuck did you find us? <laughs> alt F for your please alt F for your computer. But yeah, I feel like that's very self-explanatory. I don't want to go into it all that much because it seems really fucking obvious. But yeah. there's this, it has a theme song too. Like, it's great. It's all ready to go. I got a lot, you know, there's people that would be good at, at you know, talking about it. I feel like it would, it would change the world for the better. And that's not something, those ideas are not ideas that I'm going to have very often. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sticking with it. It's, it's just human decency at its core. It's just, yes. you know, giving everyone the, you know, human dignity and respect that everyone deserves that everyone's born human everyone well we hope everyone's born human well i uh, if i may quote the 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 immortal rupaul uh you're born naked and the rest is drag so fucking have some common respect deep, for your fellow deep. man so who, who wants to go next carl you got it what do you uh want to teach the rest of the world uh one thing that i really want people to start like seeing in their work is um you need to have pride in the work you do, um, whether that's like cutting a lawn or uh, um, putting like a piece of furniture together, like even the smallest thing of like stapling a piece of paper. Like you want it to look neat. You want it to like, like you're, it's associating your name and your like what you're doing. So you want it to be the best you can. And I don't see a lot of people doing that. They'll like try to take shortcuts or, uh, sweep things under the covers now and just the quality of work is subpar so i teach people that yeah you never want to half-ass something you want to put your all into everything you do i think that's always a whole ass ass everything Mm -hmm. yeah never that that's a ron swanson line i believe how you want to go first um i would say some sort of a combination of maybe patience um not necessarily going for immediate gratifications and in, in the things you do um and then also i don't know i would say some sort of a strong work ethic or um motivation to set goals and achieve them which is kind of broad i understand um mm-hmm. but i think people are kind of living in the in the day-to-day and it's something i you know myself you know and many other people struggle with and i think it's important the to set to set long-term goals and um, I think that would help people psyche a lot at the end of the day. Um, so, I, I think I'm I'm with you on the first point. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I mean, we're in the we're in the the era of instant gratification at this point. You know, I I want something and I go on my phone that's three yeah. you know feet from me and I order it and Amazon has it to my apartment by fucking tomorrow in some cases. Yep. And I think that that's definitely like how to bleed over effect and into most of what we and do. To, in this it's, world. It's, and it's it's coming to to the point where um, I forget. I think this might be a, a comedian who's pointed this out. But I forget who. Where we get mad at our phones when they don't load instantly. And yeah. it's like it's like you you realize like the amount of technology and work it took to produce such a like a supercomputer like that and it take it's. Can you give it a second? Like it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's literally doing the best that it possibly. Yeah, and it, it, I think it it kind of brainwashes us a little bit in the fact that we kind of expect that from everything, especially when you're in your when you're on your phone for longer and longer periods of time each day, which I think I think COVID has probably had an effect on for sure. 
definitely, oh, definitely. Uh, Apple released something saying that uh, the average screen time, the screen time of the yeah. average user was up. I, I've noticed it myself. My own, my own screen time is going. Yeah, that day. report is kind of, it's a little shame. It's a little shamey though. I'm not crazy about it anymore. Put, the, um, like, put that thing on your phone where you can restrict your time on apps and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it lately. And I, I would say just do it for a week, even if you don't like it. And when you end up just kind of snoozing it at the end. And just it'll tell you basically when at the point in the day you hit like a specific threshold of time on certain things. So like I had mine, I had like a limit for texting and I had a limit for like all of my social media combined. And I said, it's like X amount of hours. And it basically would tell me like, oh, I have five minutes left. So you can kind of see like at what point in the day you hit that limit. And that's like a good way to maybe reduce how much time you're Mm -hmm. spending on your phone. You can do it where it just like locks you out of stuff where um, there's a certain time of day. It just like stops you uh, from using your phone other than like texting and calling. So I highly recommend using it and it tracks and you can track your usage every day. And it's, it's almost like a game. I'm, I'm going to drop some knowledge on the world. Well, let's, uh, let's go. I want to hear what you're teaching us. Oh, yes. fuck. I would teach the whole world. Carpentry. To be a thugsta, just like me. <laughs> to be Both a what? In harmony, a thugsta. Okay, well, you broke up as you said that word. So I hear, teach the whole world to be a plumber, just like me. I I thought, wow, I could insert a lot of things in that sentence. Uh, I have two things. Someone who has parents and family members who are technologically illiterate, I wish I could just teach everyone a very basic level of technological savvy. That ends a lot of competition for job markets, though. What I'm saying, like, just like basically what your your IT guy can, can do on your computer. To not have to get a 45-minute phone call to download fucking pictures off a camera. Hmm. Yeah, Which so I mean, just, never even happened once. Yeah, just like a very knowledge. Because these are things that are going to be moving with us going forward. And like, as you said, like life expectancy is getting longer. People are going to be dealing with this more and more as they get older. And it's like, you need to learn how to do this. And I want to just teach everyone, get it out of the way. Instead of there's like, the, oh, well, I'm old. Like, you can just do it for me. I hate that. That's the fucking worst attitude. I'm like, oh, why are you? Yeah, you're, you're, you're young. You should be able to do this. It's like, well, your next excuse is I'm old. I don't want to do it. So how about mm-hmm. we about to shut the fuck up? I would also teach everybody to um, count pi. And then I think it would just be really funny to walk around with everyone just like really distracted, mm-hmm. counting to like the like 10 <laughs> to the 500th power of, of pi. That'd like, be so ludicrous. That's some, that's some like... That's some like James what, what, Bond villain washing world controlling bullshit right what there. What social utility would that even have? I think it would just be hilarious. Mike doesn't do a lot of the things that have social utility. Usually it's either for fun or to <laughs> shit on something. Yeah, like if me personally was able to do and because like oh, also, yeah, it's convoluted. Me me personally. I, I thought you were like, well, no, at some point based on Pi, at some point in time, everybody in the world, they all started at the same time, would all say sixty nine, four twenty at the same time. Eventually, I guess. Nice. <laughs> Based on the infinite nature do we, of pi. Do we know? Do we know how far into pi that that it does that? Can we I don't look know. that up? Uh, it has to happen if it's infinite. I'll look. It has to happen. Well, while you guys are looking that up, I'll quickly give my lesson that I would teach everybody. It's kind of a combination of what Kyle and Pat said. I think I would want to teach everyone the art of listening. I think a lot of people just like to talk and not listen to what other people say. And I think that, again, that's a respect thing. That's a patience thing. You know, it, it, it's all encompassing in that sense, but a lot of people just only care about what they have to say and don't care about what the person they're talking to has to say back to them. So I think if everyone can learn to just be quiet for a minute and just listen to what other people say, Wait, I think the world would be a little bit of a happier place. Can you repeat that? Why did I cut out? No, because he wants them listening. <laughs> you're a dick also i have the uh, stats on pi by the way just so everyone knows uh 42069 occurs in position 250,301 uh the wow. string occurs 1996 times in the first 200 million digits of pi the three is not counted think about the world peace if everybody mm-hmm. in the world was like 42069 definitely yeah <laughs> Nukes would just like go back into the silos. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see like, like in Kashmir, like the uh, the Pakistanians and the and the Indians would just like shake hands. And they'd be like, "All right." Vladimir Putin now. just drops dead. Purple meme. <laughs> just the black soul leaves into the atmosphere. Like, 
Well, uh, I think uh, in conclusion to this part of the episode, Pat's an asshole. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So next, next question. Let's 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 keep the episode moving along here. Ooh, actually, I like this one. If you could choose to have no more challenges or obstacles in your life, would you? Absolutely not. No, that's stupid. Absolutely not. That that's what makes you a. That's what makes you who you are. And B, if everything goes the way you want it to, then I feel like we're kind of like slaves in a way. There's like free thought kind of slowly deteriorates when you get whatever you want at every single time. Like, no, but then you well have the ultimate illusion. free thought. You have the ultimate free thought if whatever no. you want is going to happen. No, it, it, I disagree. It's borderline without negative. Without negative, I just think without any sort of negative ramifications that come to you, there's it's called being a god yeah exactly like, wouldn't you say that stuff kind of happens already with like parents giving their kids wherever yeah, they want so that's, why rich, that's why I, rich... here's the thing i don't think you that happens until you get to these people that are worth tens of billions of dollars where like it doesn't matter what they do because they have enough money to fix whatever went wrong as long as they didn't fucking die or buy another one or buy whatever they want yeah exactly it's not, you know, there are very few people that could sink a 500-foot boat and go, well, I'll just buy another one. But, like, that is the level of money you need for, like, um, there think, to not be a problem. Th- I think there are plenty of, I think there are plenty of wealthy parents that, that neglect their kids regardless of how much wealth they have. I agree. Mm. And giving them everything they want is neglect, just so mm. everyone's clear on that. Yes. I really like this. Yes. I, just, I really just want to have a catch, Dad. <laughs> well, I think that they've actually... Um, to that point, they've they've actually made certain forms of like not saying no to your child almost considered child abuse, right? If your child is like morbidly obese, it's the basis of like they can actually bring you up on charges of child abuse if you just like feed your child without any sort of remorse for their health or anything like yeah. that. So if you like are giving your kid heart disease at twelve because you feed him fifteen Big Macs a day, like that's actually considered child abuse. I don't know the, the the whole point of using the the like Buddhist idea of full self and transcendent like transcending the human form based on like the eightfold path i know this is getting really deep um eightfold, ooh, eightfold path using the eightfold path and then like the what life, about the four pillars of truth is that what is that what it is uh, uh, uh i don't remember no, that i'm thinking, of the, pil- I'm thinking of the pillars of, i'm thinking of the pillars of islam islam yeah i was gonna say yeah. Yeah. So there's no pillars of truth but like if you like read the book uh if you read anything about uh siddhartha like he basically had to go through all the terrible things in order to like move forward and learn as a human being. Mm-hmm. And then eventually once all the terrible things, like he went from being like a really successful religious scholar to like being a monk in the woods with nothing. And then being really wealthy and really like, he ceased to be US to being like sober and, you know, um, chaste. And then he goes to like being a, a fisherman and he does all this crazy stuff and at the end after he's like done all these really good things done all these, like basically people have not said no to him people have said no to him his whole life and then he's like oh this is where i gotta be and then he just like disappears into the woods because he's like transcended his body so i think you gotta have the obstacles because that's what forms the enlightenment is what they call it i i would also like to make a philosophical argument that <clears throat> just if nothing bad ever happens to you ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. Well, I, that was you that can't was be happy. My... You, you are going to be happy, obviously, if you get everything you fucking not, want. Not necessarily. No. Not so, pos- not ma- in you... terms of material possession, but if you get everything in a holistic sense that you want, you are going to be happy. I think that there, it's not just material. What do you mean holistic sense? Emotionally I think fulfilled, spiritually fulfilled, the whole nine. Because this is nothing bad ever happens to you, so you you are allowed you are you are capable of reaching emotional fulfillment. That's and, not yeah, but how, how, how do you know you're? How do you achieve spiritual or emotional that, fulfillment without? That's being my negative? just because every single fucking story from Whoa. every book we've read is that if there's no massive death struggle, you don't die on a cross or you know sit in the desert for forty years. Doesn't I mean you you can only be happy after you've suffered. I I have a problem. I just think I, I think it goes into the point where if we. Whatever that's assuming whatever decisions we make and let's say everything positive happens to you that that's the that's the correct way to go about things. I, I, I mean, obviously it goes into the 
are you truly happy if there's no suffering or I don't know. I think I'm, making I was, emotions was relative to... is a little stupid. Per, uh, that's my personal view mm-hmm. that we have to base how happy someone is off of how sad we're at some point is, is like to me genuinely fucked up as someone who's like experienced a little bit of trauma in their life. It's like not great to judge where you are by where you've been because if you've been in the deepest darkest hole and you're just doing okay to tell that person like oh you must be so happy is like such bullshit in every way so i think that comparative emotions like that to me if that's how you want to judge it it just doesn't have any teeth there has to be an antithesis to perfection or to like what you consider because that's how you formulate an opinion and eventually your struggle of not struggling would become a struggle and then in a sense would create its own obstacle. So it would be almost like a paradoxical situation. Well, that's one thing I was thinking, like what, there's like no it is sense of like achievement in life. Mm-hmm. Like if you just everything, like are able to achieve everything, like. Then, and, like and, if, if that, and if that happens to everyone, let's for right. example. Then in my mind, it's not really, you're not making the whole process of making a decision since there's no negative of that decision doesn't exist. And that's what makes it paradoxical. And that's what makes it like to the, to the point where I think free will kind of goes out the window. Free will is an illusion. Life is a game that plays us. Carl, I'm curious. What do you think of this? Like, do you think that like, it would be better to have like no obstacles and suffering in life? Or do you think that it's kind of necessary in the development of the person? No, I definitely think it's necessary because, uh, as Mike mentioned before, like the struggle really shapes you. And uh, just going more into that, it, it definitely gives you a personality, like uh, the hardships that you endure. And I think that is definitely necessary because, like, what makes you unique? Like, what, uh, like, you don't really have a will to do anything. Like. You know, that goes to the, the point where, like, the most negative things that happen to you are as a result of other people's free will choosing bad things. That that's what that's why it ties in. Other 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 than maybe like natural disasters and shit like that, which are kind of yeah, the, yeah, no, the environment that we live in. And um, how would you other things have like, struggled? Some of the greatest people. tragedies are the effects of people choosing Maybe. to do evil things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would argue all of the greatest tragedies are, are, other, are other than people other than natural disasters, other than like a fucking volcano or yeah. a hurricane or right. an earthquake. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which are a product of the of the physical of the physical environment that we live in. Nothing would be covered by an act of God clause on an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. No, but this this goes into like guys. Uh, shout out to Junior Religion, basically Christian humanism. Whole, yeah, Christian humanism. Thank you, Patrick. The whole idea that anyone can go to heaven, theoretically, based on whether or not they believe what they are they, doing they believe, is yeah. right, that their strong enough belief in what they're doing is right, and it's rooted in what mm-hmm. like you consider to be genuine ideals. Because I think in our they they use some pretty fucked up examples, yeah. but like, like by that argument, yeah, I, I remember like oh, what Hitler believed what he was doing was then correct. Hitler's in heaven by yeah. that argument. Yeah, that but argument yeah. is trash. It's absolute trash in my opinion. I know, but that's like a basis of theology, right? Like that we can only base off of what we know, and so if you're using that example, then I don't know. It, it, theology, it just no, seems theology like, is the yeah, idea that we can't, that we don't know anything. It's that we're basing all of our things off of this thing that we don't understand or can't comprehend. Right. It's all just faith. Yeah. It's all just like, faith. It, theology it, is believing. nothing in the my, it's, Theology is the metaphysical. It, it's, it's acknowledging that I can't understand. Uh, it, it was I wasn't meant to understand like this God that's just yeah. beyond my understanding. In my, yeah, it's know, not philosophy. My, in my five pound brain or whatever. Like, it, yeah. We weren't meant. To, we weren't created to to know to know those things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I have kind of a spinoff question on on all this. So if a, like a truck, it, it's it's a big one. It's a biggie. So it's so, a truck. You hit me with this truck. Come on. Yeah, we can, we can go with the truck. No. So if if you know by our argument that people have to go through suffering in some capacity to kind of have development as a person, is there such a thing as like fate? So, like, do things just happen to people, or is it, you know, is it everyone has free will throughout their life, and is all based on decisions, right? I think it's impossible to know at the end of the day, um, because I think the arguments for both are sound. It all just depends on what higher power is out there pulling the strings. That's my, uh, my final answer. I guess to me, it's more just like, um, I it, the the universe doesn't give a shit about you doesn't give a shit about anything. It's a, it's a, a being that, that creates you to eat you. So 
to me, it's of course there's no fate. Everything's. But I don't want to use the word accident. Well, yeah, that, that, that's that's the real question. Is it is it like do certain things that happen that seem like they just like are too good to be true, whatever the case may be? Are they just like mere coincidence, or is it like they're a statistical anomaly? Miracles are a statistical anomaly. That's what they are. Hmm. There is a chance that at any moment, even if you have stage four fucking brain cancer, there is a chance at any given moment that it will die and go away. Right. It's just not likely. Like that, I think that's like, well, we, I think, we missed that. I, I, think, I think there's a reason for it. I just don't think we don't understand it yet. Certainly, certainly not. Mm. Yeah, but it's like, it's that tiny little statistical anomaly that, you know, is like the, you know, the dragon that everyone's chasing, so to speak. Mm. I, I, I just think when you, when, you line up, when you line up all the coincidences, um, I think that's when we get into the argument, like if, like if our earth was even a little bit closer to the sun, we would burn up, but if we were a little bit further away, it would be too cold. It comes to the point where and atmospherically and the fact that we, um, I don't know, we're getting to like the argument of whether there's a God or not and like whether he or she or it is pulling the If I roll a 400-sided die, I'm eventually going to be able to guess the number. Yeah, it's called the Drake equation. There's like yeah. 114,000 billion possible civilizations of sentient mm-hmm. life in the sure. universe. And there's like 800 in the galaxy. None of it really, but none of it really gets into, uh, if you, I don't know if you guys know what abiogenesis is, none of it really explains how that's possible. Yeah, well, that's also the whole idea mm-hmm. of like the rare earth theory or whatever the fuck it is, where it's just like, we are the only possible, we are exactly perfect. And it's like so infinitesimally impossible to find mm-hmm. an exactly perfect spot. But that, the whole abiogenesis thing is based off of our definition of what it takes to create life. Hmm. We can't think beyond we, that. We don't, know, we don't know how to create life other than, you know. Based on what we know. It's all we know, like biology and whatever sort of theoretical things we can spawn hmm. off of it. But like and from, from nothing, from a rock planet, a life just appearing is what, I'm just, is what my argument is. Other than, like, as far as we know, it was, uh, if we're talking strictly from a scientific point of view, it was just... Um, you know, soup that turned into amphibians. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the primordial soup. Primordial right? soup. I think that's my favorite term in the history of biology is primordial soup. But actually, to, <laughs> an- to answer Dan's question, um, not to get religious or anything like that, so I don't, I don't know how you're doing No, and also, that wasn't my intention. I, I was literally just asking more, like, just, is there, like, coincidence or is everything kind of more just, like, aligned with free will? But yeah. um, I think that the idea is kind of skewed right like the whole idea of life is that you don't make it out alive so you have a start and you have an end and you're kind of just like zigzagging your way through in between so no matter what like on a macro scale no like you have a start and you have an end like there's a fate you're going to live and you're going to die the things that happen to you in between are just a different pathway of getting to that point it just depends on how important you think you are as you as an organism well if you believe in a fourth dimension that's what kind of gets into that um as if like time is a physical thing and you it can is. kind of see it drawn out. Um, I mean like for like a fourth dimensional being, you can see um, entire lifespans of three dimensional beings all at once. Um, kind of like- If the, I may, like the testicle monsters like, in Rick and Morty. Or in Interstellar, the Tesseract. People think that like, we're just a singular point and the time moves through us. Like we don't understand the concept of time as a fourth dimension. And when we can perceive time as a fourth it, dimension, it, we can it, live it, for 200 years. It's acknowledged as like as we understand it as a fourth dimension. Um, for uh, yeah, so you have your three dimensions, which is space, uh, x, y, z, and then time being the fourth dimension. But the fourth di- for fourth dimensional beings, that time is also a physical dimension and doesn't really make sense in our heads. Exactly, we can't we can't possibly um, contemplate what that is. We don't know like, what dimension that they would then what plane they would exist. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the fifth dimensional that. beings could see that, and you know, and so on and so forth. So I have like if, a if you, if you subscribe to that argument. I got ESPN. I have ESPN or something. <laughs> I mean, that, that's honestly one of the craziest things to me, just kind of a very high level. There's so much that I truly believe that we just don't know because there's so much stuff beyond our world that we just can't comprehend yet. And like, you know, there might be, you know, this is going back to even like the alien argument too, but there might be life forms that are, you know, thousands and thousands of galaxies away that we just don't even know exists and they could we be would so have far no advanced and ability to comprehend them that, that's what i'm saying that's that's almost like a, it's like scary to me almost like we only comprehend what we can kind of see and what's like tangible to us but there is so much that's beyond even our realm of understanding that our like scope. 
Yep. Yeah. Maybe we could uh, do that in if we live 200 years. That's that's a good argument for the potentially <laughs> having the expanded life expectancy. Yeah. Might be able to have a better understanding of what actually is, you know, life and what else is out there. Did you have any other thoughts, Carl, on, on any of this? Like, did you have any, like, do you believe in fate? Do you believe in anything like that? Um, I do believe in fate. To, I feel like people believe in fate to, like, feel a sense of comfort to get through things that are unsure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I am a firm believer that, um, like, if you prepare to the fullest and if you have a backup plan for anything, like, you, you like, you're going to, it's going to be fine. Like, it'll work out, you know? But the, yeah. the, uh, this uncertainty is what makes people feel this uh, uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. that's why. So I also feel like, I guess, too, like, if something really bad happens and it affects you personally, it makes you less inclined to believe in the idea of, like, fate or things are predetermined. So you're like, oh, fuck that. Like, the- maybe, maybe it was your fate to suffer. Yeah. Well, those people are like that- fucking miserable. So. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't want to like make everything like too real, but like take this year, for example, like everything that's happened, COVID, like ev- like just everything. Like, I don't think that for some reason, like this year in particular is supposed to be like a shitty year. Like there's so many things that have happened, you know, just, in the just time leading up to happened. this. Right. It just, it just happened. Like people did things, put, you know, things in motion that made this year happen. I don't think it's just like some eternal beings like, oh, this year is just like going to be like just a shitty year for everybody. Like there's... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, no, it was all, it's all a byproduct of human free will and interactions. Even yeah. The, right. Yeah. 100%. I have one more question, actually, because we've gone through the other, uh, other couple here. So, oh, yeah, this is actually a good one. This, this is, uh, I don't know if I haven't answered this one yet, but. Oh, sweet. This, this is, yeah, this would be a good one to, to close the episode down with. Cool. So, if you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Did Epstein kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but now I have to come up with something different. <laughs> no, that, that's a very, I think that's a question that a lot of people would, would answer with. I was going to do it. My dumb one is how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? But uh, that's a good question. Well, we, could do science. we could do science and figure that out. But mm-hmm. um, using science. I guess, I guess if I had to be that guy, and I could ask one question and have it completely and absolutely answered for me in every way. Is there a God? Yep, I was going to say. It's three hundred. You know me. I don't... <sighs> it's way more than 364 licks. We, we weren't meant There's to, no 100, we weren't meant to 100% no. Otherwise, I don't think humanity could possibly exist. One way or the other. You know what I'm saying? I also wouldn't want to know if God existed because say God didn't exist and you were the only person in the world that knew that world, God the world the, the world would go to shit. The world would absolutely... Yeah. You'd be the you, only thing Because then you could the do whatever you want without fear of some sort of a negative or uh, well, People already do that on a daily basis. People do that on a daily well, basis. But, <laughs> the majority, but for the majority... There's plenty of tyrants people, and dictators out there that live like that and that negatively affect they, tens of millions of people. But they still... But most of them aren't... Uh, they don't believe in God. Dictators some, don't believe in God. Some of them God. do. And also, they, but that goes back to the fact that the reason they don't do it to other countries is because they are firmly established um, with governments who are founded in certain, I guess, certain religious beliefs. And all religions believe in some sort of an, an, an afterlife. I would say right. almost all. That's the, that's the foundation of religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and also I don't know, I, this I, life, yeah. But I would mm-hmm. also say that there are plenty of tyrants out there that aren't necessarily living in a world of religion. Religion is the reason why they did X, Y, Z. It's not, you know, their driving principle. Mm-hmm. No, take, you look, you look at a country take, like take uh, Stalin. Joseph Stalin. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. 50 million. He killed 50 million people. Mal, 50 yeah. million people. There was no God was Stalin more to them. Stalin was more. Well, I think we know yeah, 50, yeah. but we assume more. Well, we have the gulags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And people that didn't exist. But I'm saying that, that it was isolated to, and obviously that's a tremendous amount of people, and I've never belittled that. But yeah. um, it's isolated to that particular part of the world where if that we knew that there was no God, I think that there are certain, like 80% of Americans believe that there's a God. I think. Well, also, but I know um, what I'm saying is that if you're the, you're the only person that gets this question answered, this is not okay. oh, okay. you okay. and then the whole that's, fucking that's world. Fair. Okay. No, yeah, I would, mm-hmm. if I knew the whole fucking world, I would never ask that question. Yeah, ever. Okay. 
Because okay. the world would end in 20 minutes. Exactly. Well, I, think right. I, I also think you wouldn't want to know either. And I think that we have to make absolutely. it very clear. You have, you know the answer to this question. You have absolutely no proof to back it up. Yeah, so, I wouldn't tell anybody. So people, it's, it's just for your own personal, like, yeah. you want to know the answer to this question. You can't, mm -hmm. yeah. But I think you have to you have no evidence to show other people, like, question. see? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. I wouldn't want to show anybody else. I would know the answer myself. That would drive you insane. I think if it would drive knew, me crazy. It would drive you, me crazy. If you, drew, if you knew whether or not there was a God or a God. It's a tempting people. question, though. It is a tempting question. Tempting question. But mm -hmm. if you knew these things, it would drive you insane because you would never be able to explain to somebody. I, I just don't. I wouldn't want to explain to someone, though, because I don't give a shit what they think. They can think whatever they want. It's their it's, life. It's, it's human nature. You look would for you tell us? Would, would you tell us, your friends? You asked. Are you, you allowed to tell people, or does it like tell you. get taken from you if you tell someone? No, you you can t like I think you know you could tell people, but there would just be no nothing that would allow you to actually have the evidence to back it up. I guess just like you you would know the truth, but you would have nothing, yeah, to like back up your argument. If there was no God, you should never tell anybody because you would die within about fifteen minutes. Yeah, hundred percent. You would be killed within fifteen minutes. Uh, well, eh, I don't know. There's plenty of people out there on the internet right now saying there's no God and they're not dead yet. So, but what I'm saying is, if you knew for certainty that yeah, there was no evidence, no, but no, but going back to your point, no one can possibly know for certainty. Mm -hmm. And even if you said one that you knew, other. people would tell you that you didn't. It would change nothing. Yeah, yeah. If, you if knew one person knew. had, if you knew and had no evidence, it wouldn't. Nothing. It would changes happen. nothing. Yes, correct. I would want if to ten know, people knew for certain and had no evidence, it changes nothing. For the same people, like people were like people who legally died, for example, say that they were. Um, there's plenty of stories that people who were legally who legally died and were brought back were in heaven or purgatory and then came back. Um, yeah. That's the same reason that you no know one, they, you they believe them they, for five they seconds. As, they see that as evidence in their in their minds, but it's not. But you know, it's doesn't not prove to verifiable Socratic method Socratic Socratic method evidence. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's people that try to like measure the weight of the soul and measure the radiation that comes off a body when it dies to like determine whether or not a soul is transferred. I don't somewhere. think I don't think there's any any fi like findings on that though. Like, I don't think there was anything no. proven like oh this person lost weight. <laughs> yeah. No, but there are people that have been trying for a long time to like make a tangible evidence. Um, it's like performing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was this guy. His name was something McDougal, and he came to believe that the, the soul has weight and that it weighs twenty-one grams. It's not very he heavy. Did like he did an experiment and determined that. I think I'm also I think going to state for a fact I, that when you I die, those, your bowels release, so of course you become lighter. I, th I think even mo like some of the, the most gung-ho Christians and, and Catholics out there would agree that heaven isn't a physical place within this universe as much as it is. It's a metaphysical concept. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so he, he was a physician and he identified six patients in nursing homes for, whose deaths were imminent. Four suffering from tuberculosis, one from diabetes, and one from an unspecified cause. He chose these people who were suffering from conditions that caused physical exhaustion as he needed the patients to remain still when they died to measure them accurately. When the patients looked like they were close to death, their entire bed was placed on an industrial-sized scale that was sensitive within two-tenths of an ounce, 5.6 grams. On the belief that humans have souls and animals do not, McDougall later measured the changes in weight from 15 dogs after death, which is pretty fucked up because they weren't, they weren't sick dogs. They killed them. Thanks. Jeez. Um, yeah, he poisoned Science is wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's 1907. Okay. He actually, he, well, yeah, still not an excuse. So. <laughs> yeah, what's what's his name again? Because I want to see what the world hmm. has to say about it. We have. I mean, it's name is Duncan McDougal. We, we have actually, confirmed that it was a sick ostrich. MacDougal, M A C. <laughs> yeah, MacDougal with two L's. Ameri it was published in American Medicine. It's been rejected by the scientific community. Oh, accused of both flawed methods and outright fraud using his results. Yeah, the, sa the sample size was too small, but there are people that have been trying to do that. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Also, he's for... using a scale that was sensitive down to five yeah, people, grams, and the change was 23 grams. People who use pseudoscience are not. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not, pseudo that counts. That's not even pseudoscience. That's just fucking circuitry. That's just pageantry. I mean, pseudoscience is death. Pseudoscience is pseudoscience until it like proves something reasonable, and then it's regular science. Like example, uh, astrobiology. Astrobiology was a pseudoscience, and now astrobiology is not a pseudoscience. What is that? 
What is, what you mean? What is astrobiology? The study of like microorganisms and how they react and like in space and what the possibility of microorganisms. Yeah, but that was, there was nothing in that that was ever pseudo, theoretical. What pseudoscientific techniques were used in, in. That was never theoretical. Though. Yeah. That's what like, they, we're not talking about a soul. We're talking about something that is physically living and going to a place that is physically there that we can see, mm-hmm. touch, shoot stuff at. Even, like, even if there's no matter in space. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Still, yeah. it still is a volumin- voluminous place. Astrobiology, formerly known as exobiology, is an interdisciplinary field. Uh, the future of life in the universe considers the question whether extraterrestrial life exists, and if it does not, how humans can detect it. Yeah, it doesn't sound pseudoscience in any way, shape, or form. Mm, it historically was considered, but then eventually they had a legitimate way of, of performing it. That's what I'm saying. Pseudoscience is, like, is, is shit that is contradictory to how we understand it. it's like it's like uh what what's it what's it called what, oh man what is that called like the what predated chemistry alchemy like that's mm-hmm. that's that's pseudoscience like being able to take it's, water or something like else and create something else turn left or uh I, I referenced this earlier but hemiopathy people who take certain chemicals because they think it'll cure certain diseases when there's no evidence for it um existential uh anti-vaxxers existential uh essential oils mm-hmm. people like that yeah, basically. Yeah, kind of like that. Well, I want to hear, I know, you know, Mike, you kind of uh, address uh, those previous questions, but I want to hear from you and Carl, what you guys, what would be your one question that you guys would ask? Um, I would want to know if, um, I would want to know if there was a greater group or organization that, like the whole like New World Order kind of bullshit that people believe illuminati confirmati yeah that kind of shit i would want i'd want to know if something like that actually was existing in the world whether or not there was like secret groups secret meetings that those can those uh, conventions and whatnot where they claim that like things are planned for the future of the world i want to know if that exists okay i feel like there's plenty of crazy conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. out there it would be like oh yeah and then once i knew it exists i'd be like oh well i can actually like take a lot of interest in what people have already figured out Carl, how about for you? What, what would you, your one question be? For my one question, for just for me to know, it would be um, how to unlock your full brain capacity or, um, yeah. Because I was recently watching the movie Lucy. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. and that, I think that would be so cool if, like, I know it's unrealistic, but if, like, you could unlock your... Uh, mind to start controlling others or like what are the next stages of that i think i think, I think some of though? hey i think some of that science is kind of fake like we're still using 100 percent of our brain i think what yeah. they mean by that is like capacity to store we're knowledge just, not not yeah which is yeah. we only use 10 percent of stored knowledge yeah, not I like it's not like ability to affect you can't like reliably recall things at some point i think that has a lot to do with this your brain just deletes superfluous information in order to put things in that are newer but mm-hmm. I, I don't know that's that's my understanding of, of like how the very basics of memory work yeah, yeah it's, I, a, I, it's a pop culture lie that like they've been they've been propagating for a long time mostly like in pop culture but yeah it's mm-hmm. we use 90 uh we use like we use 100 percent of our brain it's just like we don't use it at an active capacity you used 100% of your brain at once you have a stroke. No, yeah, I haven't. imagine how cool it would be using all of your brain at once. If you It'd be to. wild. Yeah. I think for me, real quick, I still don't know if I have like a final answer on, on this question, but I think I've definitely thought, Kyle, your, your question is a really a god, but I do think that, you know, to my compass point too, I don't know if I'd be able to live with that knowledge um, long term. I think more the question I would probably want answer that I think I could probably live with is whether or not we are actually for sure truly alone in the universe, which I do really believe the evidence that yeah, we have shows that the answer is no. Leading we're towards not. no. Yeah. But to know that for sure would be kind of cool. So, I don't know. That, that, that would be fun. I, I do enjoy these. I don't know if, if you guys agree. I, I like when we kind of deviate from kind of the you know, dumb, funny stuff we do and do kind of more of a philosophical and existential conversation like this so i think we should yeah i like it a lot i'm here for it i think we all are at least semi-smart people at the very minimum and i think it's uh it's good to get our do a little 
mental exercise and explore the deep crevices of our psyche. Emphasis on the semi smart. On that note, let's go to our closing statements of the episode. So as always, everyone has one line to wrap up our conversation today. So we will start our closing statements today with Carl. Okay, well, I have the floor. I want to take a quick poll with you guys. Do you think it would be a good idea or uh, epic failure if I bought my cats a harness so I could take them (laughs) on walks? Like a front, like a. So you put this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no one answered me. Like this is like this is like a like a baby carrying harness, like in the, like, that attaches like your to your front, like a. So no, it's like to walk it like a dog. Oh, like a lunatic. I don't think yeah. you're supposed to walk cats. You're not supposed to yeah, walk. No, some people do. Yeah. I'm Isn't that it. what the litter box is for? And you're supposed to they just go to the bathroom in the litter box and that's it. You don't it? walk a dog yeah, so it can shit. You walk a dog so it can get some exercise too. Like yeah, the dog also has to shit. Well, yeah. I do get that. Cats Why don't you just box. buy a dog? Because then the dog would have to deal with the cats, and the one cat doesn't even like fucking anybody that are people, much less another animal that it already yeah. species based doesn't like. That's true. That would be unfortunate. Yeah, it would. And I feel like adding another animal is like a lot for right now. Yeah. I'll say that at that point, you might as well add like a monkey and just make it like a full blown jungle at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like you have all the plants, you got all the, the cats. Colin just trying to record the podcast animal. and there's a shit flying in his face. Literally shit. <laughs> I was going to say, Jenna's the playing just flinging feces. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you oh. got to be careful because monkeys, you know what they, they love to do? They love to they throw fling, shit. They fling poop. They do. They like to, to fling the feces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a plethora of poop in the uh, Carl household, so it's no shortage of ammunition. So get your name on the harness. That's, a, that's always, by the way, that's always my argument in response to Mike peeling bananas backwards. Because that's because it's what the monkeys do. <laughs> it is. It's how a monkey peels a banana from uh, from the point, not from the stem. Okay, so I'm gonna say something right from here. The right nipple, from the stem. We evolved from monkeys. <laughs> Four point so three million fucking years ago so peel long. a banana the technologically correct way which is the way that you're supposed to peel a fucking banana some of you evolved a you little more ape you utter ape <laughs> well monkeys and apes are different yeah well he's fucking both of them oh that's not a good so carl that's a uh, negatory and- for the uh the harness for the cats <laughs> yeah definitely don't get the cat harness that's the moral of that story <laughs> Don't you do can it. I make, can I make a suggestion, Carl? They make clear backpacks. Oh, no. Oh, the cat gets like a porthole. Uh, yeah, oh, the cat gets like they can poke their like, fucking head out or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. it's like a little, um, you know, you go to a playground and they have those little, like, uh, it's a fucking porthole. Like, literally, yeah. it's a porthole. Yeah, but it's, it's bubbled <laughs> in. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Dude, it's, it's really cool. Some of them look like rockets. I'm expecting that from one of you guys. Oh, shit. That will happen. We should Don't do worry. a Secret Santa live unboxing. Oh, we we could do that. We could definitely do that. I think we're gonna have to do that now. Yeah, and we're actually teasing more to come. We're gonna be actually doing some more short length fun videos on YouTube, um, kind of short podcast stuff. So that will be coming. So maybe a Secret Santa video will be in the future as well. So yeah. stay tuned for that. And some longer length videos on OnlyFans. That's also true. Yes. But we actually are curious to hear your thoughts. We'll put call your your poll up on the Instagram too once the episode posts. Should there yeah, or should there not be, or Carl, should should Carl get a harness for his cats or not so that they can get their exercise? So respond to our poll on Instagram. Uh, and, and was that your whole closing statement? Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. Love it. Great. Let's uh, let's move over to Michael. Oh, um, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> always so uh, unprepared despite the fact that you're one of the people I always catch everyone off guard like. <laughs> oh, I always catch oh, Mike who, off guard who, me? I'm always ready for the opening and I kind of just by the end I'm like ah shit I don't have any brain power left not that I have any to begin with but um, at, happy you said I that because I was going to <laughs> Carl I think that you should this is just kind of just to piggyback off Carl um, oh, good sure. episode everyone regardless uh, but Carl I think you should get a harness for yourself and then let your girlfriend walk you, King. King. 
I mean, why the into, hell did that, that even come into your mind? <laughs> That's a thing. I hate to tell you, I don't know if, if you're all aware, but that is an actual thing that people do. Called and it's, oh, like, and on, yes, it is sexual. Well, I guess we'll, uh, we'll move on to Pat's uh, closing statement. Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> Hopefully it's not something um, about harnesses. Please, no, please it's, it's going to be whole. I hope everyone's doing great. I hope, uh, um, I hope everything is going, is turning out well for you. I hope you sleep well tonight and I'll catch you on the next one. That was, that was really nice. That was, that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, sometimes I, I gotta be supportive. I gotta mix it up sometimes. No, I, I get, yeah, usually you have, you know, at least one good piece of advice to throw in there. So the getting some good sleep is, is good. Yeah. So. Broken clock. Yeah. Probably twice a day. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's go to Kyle. What do you have for us? Um, I really don't have all that much, uh, at the end of the day, I'm looking, we're having a little get together at the end of the week. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, you guys and, uh, PSA, the Toon Squad jerseys dropped while we were recording, and they are fire. Um, Ooh. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, Bleach Report has it on their Instagram. Um, other than that, stay safe. Uh, you know, please wear a mask. Please wash your hands the whole nine yards. Um, keep coming back to listen to us. Give us shit on social media. Interact with our polls. We really love doing it. And yes, we are aware that we did miss some weeks. We're not just dumb. Yes. Hiatus. Thank you. And Hiatus. if I may, bye. Yes. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll take this opportunity to quickly apologize to our listeners. I uh, have been a little busy work was, and obviously I'm the one who does uh, the editing during the week. So I just haven't had time to get all the episodes done. So uh, apologies to all of you guys. I know we've been a little inconsistent, but hopefully starting this week and moving forward, we'll be back on the regular one week, uh, one per week bandwagon, I should say. So my quick closing statement, just, you sticking with kind of the existential and, and kind of on a serious note, obviously everyone knows this year has been shitty. Uh, and I think when you look just at the world in general right now, there's so much hatred, so much divisions, you know, so much that's going wrong. And I think just, it's an important reminder to remember there's a lot more that unites us. We have a lot of blessings in this life, you know, really do your best to love one another, respect one another, you know, be there for one another, listen to each other. You know, if we keep up with all this hatred and division, it's just gonna it's gonna just tear this whole world and it's gonna be awful. So just a reminder, just everyone just be kind to each other, love each other. We're all human beings at the end of the day. That's all. I just I, I hate to see Like Aretha the world, Franklin said. Where was this during the concept discussion? <laughs> it was in the box. Yeah. He took it, he was he put it in the box and then he went over to the box and he opened he the box, took that one thing out, put everything else back in, and then he put it in the room of many boxes, which we do need to unpack at some point. So yes, thank you guys for listening. Interact with us on social media. Like and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, blah blah blah, YouTube. Again, we're gonna be putting out some more stuff hopefully really soon. And until next time, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Sponsor Mike's OnlyFans this week. We have Ben Shapiro on to talk about some wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>